We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Welcome back to Veterans Minimum. Mm -hmm. Uh, Everybody is here today. A lot of stuff on the menu. A lot of shit happened. A lot ton of shit happened pretty fire so, weekend for sports hell yeah a lot of news a lot of different shit what happened it was actually a weird weekend for fantasy sports a lot of big time don't names get me started yo hit the toilet don't get you started weird weekend it's about to be a weird tomorrow for fantasy sports from you know. guys are in one of the weirdest situations ever i've ever heard just know if five i don't teams, make the playoffs no four teams right four teams four all teams, six and seven two spots all six and seven and the way you do tiebreakers is head to head and you all beat each other head to head and it, it's it's wild it's, it's a night course yeah it's, it's wild it's wild it no comes really out with me on this top is why it's fantasy tiebreaker points, uh, scored and then the second tiebreaker said that <clears throat> also who the fuck would ever have the same score in like a no, but yeah, well, yeah, I mean, a lot, my boy Elias and, and Steph. No shot. They tied this year. Yo, I have a question. It's pretty wild. What's your tiebreaker in a game? Like, say me and you play each other. We both put up 120 points against each other. There is none. So you guys get a tie? Get a tie, yeah. That's all. <laughs> That's bad. Elias is 7-3-1 right now. <sighs> Why would you do that? I mean, because you scored the exact same amount of points. No. So we have it. We have it. Ready for this? We have it. QB points. That's crazy. It's the most so to win. You know, you know our league, it never comes down to a tie, though, because... No, there was a situation no, where someone no, tied a couple years ago. Check it out, because it's happened to me where I tied and I got the win because yeah, yeah, I had more passing yards. No, but not only that, like a passing yard is .04 of a point, and it only goes to decimals. It only goes to the first decimal, like tenths. Mm. Yeah. So, so it, look, you, it may look like the same, but it could be different. Yeah, if you click your quarterback's points, it tells you how many he like puts up. It's like 21.69 or 6.8. It goes to the tenth. Uh, they just rounded out. Hundredth. 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 Yeah. No. Tenth. You took that eighth grade. Th- okay. All right. Yep. First of all, I got 11 out of 12. I'm just saying. I was That's about solid. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Hundredths. Thousandths. Because I had to watch the, the other one. And you 
Oh, I fucked up that fifth grade. Yeah, I, f- I fucked that one up. But yo, that, pe- that penguin question, get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. I'm, I'm on Danny's side on this one, man. Whatever, I'm not talking to <laughs> um, Anyway, let's talk about the, the hottest thing in sports right now. Kareem Hunt, a uh, video came out of him like bull rushing some chick. She hit the floor and he like kind of kicked her in the back. Uh, I, I mean, this dude got released immediately by the Chiefs. Um, what do you guys think? Are you releasing him? Are you what's what's the deal? Is he gonna play ever again in the league? So, so I definitely think he should have been released. Mm. I mean, my take on this is if any of us did this, we'd lose our job in a heartbeat, no questions asked. Yeah. So it's like athletes need to be held to the same standard as we all are. In yeah, life. you can't just go kicking chicks in Cleveland. You can't be hitting any chicks. I mean. <sighs> At, at first, I was like, oh, he just pushed her? That didn't seem like that much. And then he, like, ran after her again and pushed her again. And then he ran after her again and kicked her while she was on the floor and shit. So, I mean, at that point, it's like, all right, guy, you made your bed. It's time to lie in it. Yeah. You know, it's just like, what are you supposed to do? Because a lot of people are, are looking at the Joe Mixon tape, right? Yeah. And they're like, all right, so Joe Mixon is in the NFL, so that's good for Kareem Hunt. Well, there's two differences with Joe Mixon. With Joe Mixon, number one, he was in college when it happened. So the NFL brand wasn't attached to attached him. to him exactly. Number two, he didn't go back and punch that girl again after he knocked her out. He punched her. I he mean, bounced. dude, like listen, listen, listen. But there yo, is yo, he nah, knocked her out. Look, look. I'm not saying it's any better. It's not. It's worse. In terms of, but in terms of like not being on the same level, there is something to be said about yo. If Cream Hunt had just pushed this girl, and that would be the end of it. I've saw some people argue he shouldn't even be. Oh, suspended. Now that's crazy to me, but he went back. You're, you're done, my man. I think I, you brought up a great point because everyone kept putting up pictures of Joe Mixon. You know, it's that funny meme of Joe Mixon uh, where those guys are in the low rider and they just like lean back, like, <laughs> "Oh shit, all this Kareem Hunt stuff is happening." Like, "Oh, let me escape" or whatever. But yeah, yeah, you're right, Tim. It wasn't attached to the NFL brand. He was still in college, and then at that point, he declares himself for the draft and. You want to draft him, you're going to have to deal with the consequences. As far as the Kareem Hunt stuff goes, Joey, I think he's going to play again. And the reason why is because he's a 23-year-old running back. Hasn't hit his prime yet. It's sad what I'm saying, but it's also the reality of it. Ray Rice, what happened with Ray Rice, he was also close to 30. And he was already on the decline. You always talk about the Ravens, how they always do that shit with running backs where... They run you to the ground for three, four years, and then it's next man up. We've seen it with uh, like Willis McGahee. They did it with Ray Rice, even Jamal Ray Rice, Lewis. Jamal Lewis. They do it with all these guys. That's just their mo. Like Alex Collins last year came, took the league by not, not by storm, but he did close out the year really well. And then you know they're doing that even this year. With, like, and they had another back to start the year. I can't even remember who it was last year. He wasn't even their starter to start the year. He took over the way Gus Edwards was taking over for him. Yeah, and they can't remember who it was. So you're definitely right, though. Yeah, he uh he he's gonna get signed. He's gonna get signed. Then he's gonna serve his suspension, and then it's just sad that yo the NFL makes it hard for you to be a fan of them sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you look at these videos, are bad, man. So listen, I, so that's go ahead. I was gonna say exclusively <laughs> the Kareem Hunt situation. Like, whatever the NFL did to investigate was clearly a poor investigation and whatnot. But the Chiefs mainly cut him, like they said in the statement they released, because he lied about this to them. Like right. They knew about the incident, but they didn't have footage, supposedly, which I find crazy hard to believe, because how does TMZ get access to this footage? 
but the NFL can't. That's what bo- like bothers me the most. And TMZ's an investigative journalism outlet. They also pay money for it. Yeah. yeah. Like this. But you're dealing with hey, the yo, person T- who's single-handedly involved in this case. TMZ also nowadays. When's the last time they broke a story? And you're like, nah, that shit ain't true. They're like, a legitimate news. Yeah, it's source. not the TMZ that we grew up like early, when we were in high school, and it was like, oh, all right, they're just gossiping. Even like, then, now, when they break stories, their shit is legit. Even then, though, like even then, they would like they would break stories that would be like they would have like four years that were like really bad. Like someone would be dead, but they're not dead. Okay, and you'd be like, what the fuck? Like, not, see, see, now it's like. Oh, someone's dead. Let's go to TMZ to see if they're really dead. You know what well, I mean? Well, like, no, TMZ usually breaks shit like that. Like when Mac Miller died, the it first thing I said was, I, I went to TMZ.com mm. to see if it was true. Because right. I knew it. But anyway, I, I got a question to pose to you guys then. We're in, you know, we're in America. Mm-hmm. Capitalism. Um, but also justice is what we strive to, you know, acquire. And we're taking someone's livelihood from them mm. right now. He made a mistake that, that deserves it. Here's my question to you. How much rehabilitation is enough rehabilitation in order for this man to get his life back? So, like, if he confesses and he goes to, um, and he goes to therapy and he does community service and he's a stand-up citizen and he does, he pays the. I mean, the pays price for what's the there crime? to confess to? Like, he already admitted it. He did that. Right, he admitted it and he apologized. Obviously, he was on a, video. He did. Yeah. He's very apologetic in the interview. Right. <clears throat> he claims that he was called the N-word, which. I'm not African American, but I would imagine that that would push me over the edge, um, if someone called me that, mm-hmm. if that was me. Enough to hit a woman? I I can't say, but at the same time, I don't there's think... no excuse for hitting a woman. There's no excuse for doing that. But how much? How long until it's like, all right, he made this one mistake. I I'm ready to let him back in my life. I'm ready to let him back on the field. When yeah. when does that happen? Yeah, I feel like when you're a public figure, I don't think you can shake that. I kind of think that, that that just is attached for you. for Even a, no matter what, like you'll have people that'll forgive them, but then they'll be like, oh, you know, like, yo, my mom to this day, anytime Mike Vick pops on the screen, she grabs one of my dogs. She's like, I hate, I hate him. I hate him. I can't stand him. It's like, no matter what. And and this guy actually went to prison. Like he served an yeah, actual did time. Yeah. Like he did time. It wasn't just, oh, you know, here's a slap on the wrist, three games. Like, no, this dude like lost all his endorsements, lost his... You know, couldn't live his dream out. It's like he actually served a crime. Mm -hmm. But still, like, some people just don't shake that, man. And I don't really know. From the video I saw, like, and this is the same deal with, like, the the Mm Mixon video. Like, these girls hit them first. And, like, obviously... If I get hit, I'm like punching a girl in the face. Bro, but you like, could punch a wall. You could punch so many things. No, I know, but I'm so, yeah, but yo, like in the heat of the moment, it's like you know whatever. Obviously, they're wrong, and like releasing them is the right fucking choice you know if you're asking me i'd release them but uh i think also with the ray rice video if i'm not mistaken he just like flattened her like yeah he flattened her and it was his, it was his girl not, yeah. only, not, not only that but it was like like she didn't like hit him yeah, like, he just flattened her. that was straight up domestic violence <clears throat> yeah that was wild. this isn't really domestic Here's violence. another thing and we've we've had this discussion in the past where yo the video makes it worse of course right because the big outrage with ray rice was he told them that this happened, and they're like, "Yo, you know what? Two game suspension is cool." And then the video came out. Everyone saw that shit, and they're like, "Yo, he told you he did this. Now we have the video. You only gave him two games. Crazy, Rot- not riots, but they're protesting out of uh, M&T Bank Stadium and shit. They're they're calling for his head. And it's like, yo, when you see it, it changes everything. Mm-hmm. Sure, it that's why like we never know what happened with Zeke. 
Yeah. Like, how long was that under investigation? And then he appealed the appeal, got six games, and, like, everyone forgets about it because his case was dropped or whatever. The DV was dropped. No one pressed charges. And it's just like there was never a video on it. But God forbid a video came out, like, Zeke would be in the same shoes. Speaking of videos, we have a video on our Twitter, right? And I, someone posted is like this is why you you posted it. Oh, the, the, you're like this is why I don't like going to games because oh the of, two the two dudes in, in right in the Steelers game. But if you notice after the one dude headbutts the other guy, and if if you go to our Twitter cheap plug at veteransminimum.com to check it out, not dot com guys. <laughs> what did I say? <laughs> you said dot com <laughs> <laughs> at veteransminimum. Uh, <laughs> but if you go check it out, after he headbutts the dude, like that dude's girlfriend comes up and like. Slaps her. Nah, like close fist jabs him in the face like yeah, three yeah, times yeah, in a yeah, row. Yeah. And he's just kind of like, you know, shrugging it off, shrugging it off, shrugging it off. And then he like shrugs it off a little too hard. And two guys kind of like are like, whoa, 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 watch yourself. I, the, the double standard is kind of like in that in that situation. No, I feel you. Yo, honestly, I'm not afraid to say that. I, like, yo, you should like shouldn't get I, involved. You, sh- you shouldn't get involved, and you should like, dude. Like, if I'm a girl, I would never hit a girl. But yo, if I'm a girl, I would never even dream of hitting a dude because right. what if they hit me? Yo, that's you don't what know I'm how saying. Yo, react. there's talking about. There's some dudes that don't. They don't give a. That's what I'm damn. saying. And like, for the, they'll swing on you. And yo, how could True. how could you like possibly hit? Kareem Hunt, dude. Like that's a giant man. And I'm not saying like that's an excuse for him. It's like. You're not scared. Like, there's some people some are crazy. Some people aren't scared because they don't, they, like, I'm sure they think they're untouchable because if they do get hit, it's a wrap for right. whoever hit them. And you saw it for the girls. She was talking shit in his face. He was getting, he was hitting her. And then he pushes her one time, shows her one time. She hits the, like, and then he pushes the guy who pushed, who, the, who hit the girl. Her. Yeah. She goes flying into the, into the wall. And then she's on the floor crying and, like, weeping. And it's just like, don't hit people. You I never know how someone's going to react. But I also th- I think this Kareem Hunt video is a light years like better than Ray Rice and Joe Mixon. Like light years better than it. It's le- it's much less malicious. Way less. Like yeah. astronomically less. Yeah. The Joe Mixon video is insane. If that was a, a UFC fight, I'd be like, yo, fight of the year. <laughs> <laughs> like that was fucking crazy. Oh, unconscious. Yeah. The, yeah and the then Joe obviously Mixon Ray was Rice crazy. was the same fucking deal. This was, it looked like a drunken, like a fucking little thing. But like, Dude, Little the most things, outrageous thing. It's and it's, it's a shame also because you could clearly see that dudes that are with Kareem Hunt are trying desperately to be yeah. like, dude, yeah. stop. Like, yeah, what are you yeah, doing? Yeah, yeah. And he still does it. Like, he's he's an idiot, bro. Like, he, right. he did. He went out of his way to do this. It wasn't like an accident. It wasn't like he pushed his friend. He hit the girl. The girl hit her head and she was bleeding. And like, now he's getting suspended. It's like, yo, you went after her like five times, dude. Like, you, you did this to yourself. And then you kicked her when she was on the floor. Yeah. yeah. That was that- it. That was it for me. That, that was, was one of my, me, my biggest like, takeaways. You're gone, son. One of my biggest takeaways from watching that video, and I hated clicking on it. I felt like a piece of shit clicking on it. But I thought his friends did a good job. At least the best job they could. Because I always complain about like, yo, sometimes the people you hang out with, they, they're not like looking for your best interest. And those guys were. Yeah, man. It's just, it's not good. I, I also think that he will he will play again. I think that. He'll definitely play again. It's, it's sad, but he is. He's, he's too good, bro. He's so good. It's why. It's why. I also don't think anyone. He's cheap. So, yo, thing. a winning team has to pick him up. He's cheap too. He's gonna be cheap. He's gonna be super cheap. Yeah. He's gonna be. He's gonna want to play so bad that he's gonna sign for the minimum wherever he goes. The veterans. Minimum. You have to go to a winning team. Because if you're losing and you have to deal with why did yeah. you sign with him, it's, it doesn't work out. Good call. Yo, you see it. Yankees picked up Aroldis Chapman. He had a domestic violence issue. 
kind of swept on the rug. People still talk about it, like, yo, how can you support this guy? But winning cures all. He's on the Yankees. Who else? Like, anyone who goes to the Patriots, you never hear about because they say they have the winning culture. When's the last like time Garrett you heard about Blunt, Josh Gordon's? Like, yeah, issues. Josh Gordon. You haven't. You haven't. You haven't. But they, they, that's like their organization. They have a winning culture. So everything, winning just like it trumps everything. It does. If you could win, like people forget about your your. It does, you know, and people put up with your bullshit if you're yeah, talented. Hundred percent. And not for nothing, the sports is about winning. It's not. We decided as a country and as a society that we were going to make these athletes our moral compass. Mm. Right. We we expect them to go on the field and kill each other, and then go home and just be you know role model. perfect role yeah. model family men. So. We chose them to be the moral compass. Now, that's what society has, has chose for them. That's why they make big dollars, so you can't take it. But at the end of the day, you're fooling yourself if you don't think that winning trumps this. Because it does. Period. Uh, it does. Yeah. If it, if it was me, and like I, I know some people would probably hate the fact that I'm saying this, but like I, from what I saw with the Kareem Hunt situation, I'm not ready to, for, to take away this kid's life at, at whatever fucking age he is. I'm not ready for that. However, I do think that when a situation like a situation like this happens, there should be just a lifelong probation period. If you're in my league and you have some shit like this, there's going to be a severe severe penalty and then after that, even if you're like I don't even know. Yeah. Like if if there's any little thing that you're involved in, you're out. Like you're not playing anymore. Because when something like this happens, it's like that should be a wake-up call for anybody, even if you don't play in the NFL. Of, like, legal shit can happen to you because you're an idiot, and you fucking did this, and you hit a woman. But, you know, people do, like 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 we said about Mike Vick, like, people do their time, and after that, it's like, is it supposed to go away? Like, I did one, this thing that is one of the hardest things, I'm assuming, to be in prison for an extended period of time. Like, it's, you know. It's supposed to be rehabilitating. Yeah, we That's like the to, whole point of it. Exactly. We like to fancy ourselves too as like this forgiving culture that if you do your time, you can come out and no one's going to judge you again. Which isn't and the case, is obviously. Obviously, like mm. the furthest from the case. That's why I'm saying like it, you do your time, punishment, whatever your suspension, whatever the fuck it is, and then after that, it doesn't go away. No, well, I'm not going to pretend like this didn't happen. So you're on a probation period, uh, and if so, if you're involved in one more thing, then you're just out. That's it. Like. You are held to a way higher standard than the rest of the players in the league because you fucking did something like this. That's just my opinion, though. Um, anyway, uh, an actual, you know, sport of fighting. Uh, uh, Fury and Wilder. Uh, that was a really good fight. Sanctioned fighting. Sanctioned fighting, yes. Uh, Between that was a, two males. That was a, a good fight. Um, that was fun, yo. That, that was cool. Scrap. And I liked it, was, it. it was cool to see, like... Like Wilder, obviously he's a fucking heavyweight, but he looks like he's an, a, like a wide receiver. Like I mean, he's yo, in never, ridiculous shape. Yeah, like, it's insane. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, he was tiny though, dude. Yeah, he's the lightest like, that he's like ever. Yeah. yeah, he was like two ten. He was tiny, and fucking Fury's like two sixty, gigantic, but can move. Yeah, like can slip and fucking he's good. He's light on his feet. Yo, Fury reminds me of someone who you just see like drunk at at, at the, the bar. bar yeah, yeah. I mean, he is that guy. Like he. It's known that he isn't like doesn't have his, he has life his demons. Yeah. yeah. So meat and potatoes are the subject. Yeah, yeah, meat and potatoes are the subject. Go ahead. Knocked down two times, still came through with a draw. A lot of people are up in arms about it. As people who watched the fight live, I didn't see the fight live, but as people who watched the fight live, and what they say, what did, they're they're up in arms about it. They think that 
that you get knocked down two times, you lose. Hell no. No, so you don't. So you're you don't agree with that. Nah. Okay. Bro, that whole fight from beginning to end was controlled by Fury the entire time. Two big ass shots that he landed. Absolutely. Yo, first. All right. Never mind. I'll get to that. But I think that this fight wasn't a draw. And if you look at the cards. It's like, how can two people see it one way? It's boxing again. It's the same thing that happened with, with Canelo. It's like, how can these cards be so, like, apart? Mm. You know what I'm saying? And then this one be a draw. Like, how are the three of you not seeing it even close? Like, Bro, I mean, they saw it all close. I mean, close, but like... Like, 114-111 is a one-round edge. Right, but but there was also 115. I mean, I'm sorry. Yeah, one fourteen. So people are so okay. So the other two, if you take the you're like we're leaning towards this way, and this one's like, nah, it's a it's a dead even thing. I think I don't I don't say you thought that was an even fight. You no, it was no, a no, I didn't. But I'm saying like I don't think the scorecards are that far off. Like two rounds, one round, and tied. I'm so, uh, all right. So the Fury, biggest Fury, and then a draw though. No, nah, it was Fury Wilder, wasn't it? No, oh, it was Fury Fury. Word. I mean, I thought Fury won the fight. I thought Fury won the fight too. He was controlling the Yo, whole thing. You know what it is? Like Wilder had the biggest moment, yeah, or the biggest moments. Yeah, and that that's exactly like, what it was. Not even the casual fan. I don't know how the, like if that sticks in the heads of the judges too. But look what Tim said. Look how he opened this conversation. He's like, "Yo, he got knocked down twice." Right. That's what people remember the most. That's Fury was running the, the clock biggest out. moment of the fights. Yeah, Fury was For, running the clock out. I mean, he wasn't was really. He was keeping busy. It was just that Wilder was he he landed those that big ass sh- knockdown, which was like, and you know, the first one I didn't think was like crazy. I thought he actually like just got off balance from being mad low, but it counts as a knockdown. But uh, yo, first of all, the thing I wanted to say before, did you see him get knocked out, bro? This dude was on his back. The twelfth round. Yeah, on his back, like facing the ceiling, and like not really looking at the ref, just like. Uh, like, dazed yeah. and just got up Undertaker that's what everyone was saying <laughs> like yeah, the, the, the fucking the ref was like six and then he just stood up I was like what the fuck <laughs> yo. Yo, I'm shocked that the ref even started counting I thought he would just see him Call like it. that and he was like yo this is a ref that's yeah. getting called in the UFC that, someone gets knocked out like that on their oh, back oh yeah it's, it's quiet if Bro, your arm starts to mat it's over not only that, like, yo, this was round 12 of the fight. Like, he had gone 34 and a half minutes. And he's 260 mm. pounds! Yeah, yeah. It's like, dude, how do you <laughs> find it? That's <laughs> like that, yeah, it's that drunken strength, bro. Yo. I'm telling you. So, yo, uh, you're not going to like this, but I felt like draw wasn't the most ridiculous thing for this fight. I throughout the night, like you know, remember when Canelo and uh, sorry, yo, I, I fucked up by the way. The one fourteen, one twelve is was for a while. That's the only reason why. Yeah, there's sense. no other way that right. it, it so couldn't be. Majority be yeah, that would be majority theory. decision. I'm bugging. So you remember uh, Triple G when he lost to Canelo this last fight, going into the twelfth round, he was like minus five hundred live betting. Yeah. To win the fight, and then Canelo ends up winning. Yeah, like it was basically a coin flip. It was like minus one ten, minus one fifteen, either way. So it was it was close throughout. Oh yeah, this fight. Yeah, for this fight, I mean, right, yeah, right. yeah. It's just which I, is why I don't think it but, was as ridiculous. But for could it. it have? I mean, no, it's definitely not as ridiculous. I'm saying, as like, to your point, how like how one person could see it this way and someone see it so far that way. Like the discrepancy is only three rounds. Okay, that's a lot, but it's not that much. Three rounds? That's a lot of twelve. That's a fifth of quarter of the fight. Qu- no, yeah. just under a quarter of the fight. It's a quarter of the fight. You're right. <laughs> Wait a minute. You're right. Three okay. times. Definitely four don't is te- teach math over there. I don't teach math. 
Um, Yo, do so you think those lines could be influenced by the fact that mm, it's boxing? Uh, because, sure. you know, at the end of the day, these two guys are undefeated. If they stay undefeated, they can go on and do two or three more fights and then come back. And a lot of money is made when you're an undefeated fighter, obviously. So it's like, In, are, know, they prote- are they protecting their fighters? or like? Interesting. Of course, interesting. because so it goes back to what I've always said. The issue with boxing is that there's no one promotion, right? There's 97 different heavyweight champions. You don't know exactly who it is. So in the past, a draw in boxing would pay like 25 to 1, 30 to 1. Now, ever since the shit that happened with Triple G and Canelo, the tie for this was 5 to 1, which isn't as crazy as 25 to 1. So for those of you that don't understand what that means, $100 10 years ago on a draw would win you $2,500. Now it's 500 bucks if you wagered. So yeah, Joey, for sure. They think that there's collusion they think that there's conspiracies they throw fights promoters are paying people which is why i think that you should go to you should go to seven judges more eyes there definitely more, more judges definitely more i think that's such an easy thing especially for big fights like the undercards whatever keep it three judges but title fights like that main events even in the ufc yo go seven judges because seven i think is seven is a lot yo, uh, it's more than three there's four other minds that exactly need to be like three can't even get it right like if when, you go to seven there's gonna be it's gonna be chaotic when's the last time we talked about a heavyweight boxing fight on this show probably never <laughs> it was it was good for boxing like the fight was dope the fight was that's great. what i'm saying like but doesn't the tie take just put that stigma back on boxing a little bit like it does yeah it, it's just it like does, and it doesn't reminder. help us coming off the heels of canelo as well yeah, I think was it exactly you, you tweeted it for VM or your account. You're like boxing. You let me down again or some yeah. shit or, or your Instagram. Yeah, yeah. it's you like would, you want to see a winner, bro. It's like it's like, you know, the, when you're it's the first day of summer and you're like, I'm going to go out in the sun and I'm not going to wear sunblock. And every time you go out in the sun, you, <laughs> you get, get that burned. motherfucking sunburn. And when you're a bald guy, you get learned. it right on the top of your Let's fucking go. head. Right on the right? bean. And you never, the the bean. And you never learn. Nice. And you keep coming back, and you're like, oh, damn it, that's right, the sunburn. It's, I feel like that's what boxing is these days. Like, oh, yeah, that's right, the sunburn. And it's a shame, too, because like with, with the caliber of those two fights, like just have Triple G and Canelo, and then you have Wilder and Fury. It's like, dude, either way those fights went, like I still want to see them again. Like, yeah. there's no one else I want to see fight in those fights. Like, like, yo, that's such a good example. So especially that fight, because that fight, more than the Canelo fight, because that one I thought was way more lopsided. I thought easily Triple G won that fight. But uh, fucking Wilder and Fury, what a great fight. And it's heavyweights, dude. Like, someone could get knocked out. Like, who doesn't want to watch a fight of this dude, in my opinion, was dictating the entire thing and get just flash knocked down twice? It's like, that's exciting because it feels like the fight is never over. You're on your, your edge. You're on the edge of your seat. It's not like a Floyd Mayweather fight where it's just like he's just scoring yeah. the entire time. Yeah. It's like I'm trying to kill this guy that, because I'm losing. That's why I'm kind of blown away the draw is 5-1 to because like two heavyweights, like you think it, the fight is going to finish. I'm sure for the fight to like finish KO, whatever, TKO, KO was probably even money. Yeah, or even like well, especially with Wilder. That's what I'm saying. Forty and no, and thirty nine knockouts by knockouts. That's, Yo, that's a, that's a, so when you have these promotions. Well, sorry, it's not promotions. We have so many promoters. Your your fighter loses his value. Yo, Pacquiao fights on like ESPN Plus now. Like, this was a guy that was getting a hundred and twenty plus million dollars for pay per view events. When you start taking L's, and that's why these guys are also selective with who they're going to fight. Because if you do take L's, eventually it's like, well, do I want to watch this guy? Because he's lost seven, eight times. Mm-hmm. That's why if you have it under an umbrella, if 
you know, the, the WBC, that's the most, one of the most prestigious heavyweight titles. If you were to make it the WC, WBC promotions, and, like, that's the UFC of boxing. And you just have it there. And you can, you can identify with, like, yo, that's the 145 champion. That's the heavyweight champion. That's the middleweight. That's why people like the UFC because it's like, yo, look, DC is a heavyweight champ. I know that. That's the baddest man on the planet. There's not nine different champions. Like, that's the main one. That's the one that you want to have. Also, for it, that weight class, it takes say, away the, the 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 aura. No, it takes away the chance of it being fixed even more because you have one promotion. Oh, yeah, like yeah. Dana White profits equally whether Daniel Cormier wins or whether John uh, Jones wins, or he he does because his nah, he, his his product is being advanced, no matter what. Uh, uh, it depends. Either, nah, nah I, I hear what you say because like, like 2000, star power. 2017 like, was like one of their worst years because they had no like Ronda didn't fight. Connor didn't fight or did he? No, nah, he didn't. He John Jones was suspended. So it's like yeah. the, the star power. Okay. In terms of like pay per view. So I'm not buys, saying I'm not saying buys. it's completely done, right? I'm not saying but if all of your cash is behind one guy, like one guy's being promoted by one company and one guy's being promoted by another company, that's a clash. And right. those are two big companies that are promoing that want their guy to succeed because they want to promote him next. So that's where the where's the money's whose pockets being stuffed by who? And it's everywhere, and yeah. it's, it's, that's just life. Everyone's filling everyone's pockets. And, and what you're saying is, like, no, if DC is finding Brock Lesnar, both guys are going to be promoted equally from right. UFC. Where, like, sure, they might want Brock Lesnar to win, but they're still going to put the same amount of effort into promoting both guys. Right. And they're not gonna they're not gonna be shady, only rooting for one guy openly. Right. I will say this though before we move on from combat sports, Jack Swagger got booked. For what? Bellator, yeah, he's. Be- I mean, he signed with Bellator a while ago. Yeah, I remember that. But he's fighting. Yeah, January twenty sixth. Yo, he took a picture with me outside of Starbucks. That's my guy, son. All American, American. <laughs> Choked out in the first round. <laughs> <laughs> he's a wrestler. Oh fuck! Yeah. I get knocked out in the first <laughs> round. <laughs> Who knows? Um. All right, cool. Let's talk about college football a little bit. Mm. We got a uh, college football playoff here: Bama, Clemson, Dame, Notre Dame, and Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. They got it right. People are not going to be happy, but they got it right. And I think they got it right, but outside looking in, Georgia over Ohio State. Like, what if Oklahoma lost that game? Georgia would get in with a loss. That's probably like, but I think the four teams in are in. Like, Oklahoma got to avenge their L. Yeah. Whereas Ohio State didn't, and they got smacked by Purdue. Like, that was easily the worst L on the resumes for the whatever six teams seven teams you wanted to decide between but yeah now i agree with the four teams like you got kyler murray and you got tua who are the two heisman favorites um well yeah how what is tua good good in terms of injury or like yeah i mean he has a month off now so he's probably fine this is ankle I know, I know he's good. Yeah, <laughs> he's yeah. fucking nice. I, I don't know. I, yeah, I thought you were asking about the Heisman because the Heisman is like kind of close now. No, yeah, yeah. I so Georgia got two losses, like you said. Oklahoma avenged their loss, and Ohio State lost by twenty five plus points to a six win team in Purdue. And I think what the committee tells you is that ugly losses they hurt you more than a good win, because like a lot of teams get good wins, but it's like yo, if you get shellacked by Purdue, sorry. It's quiet for you. They dropped 50 on him. <laughs> yeah. like That's crazy. Like, yo, it's not that hard. Did Drew right? Brees come back or something? It, it, yeah, it's not, yeah. It's, it's not that hard. Yo, I have no ties to any any conference, like, 
We're from New York City. We don't even have a college football team. Bro, Sorry, boss. Syracuse world. We're back. If <laughs> but it's like this, like every year up until now, I'd say yeah. But yo, it's it's really that simple, yo. They had two losses. They weren't gonna get in, and and they got they kind of got dominated by LSU when they lost to when, when Georgia lost there, you know. And and like you said, boss, Oklahoma they avenged their one loss. Clemson they they ran the table. They're chilling, and Notre Dame didn't play last week. And UCF is out again. <laughs> Does uh, does Georgia get in if they beat Bama? Yeah, I mean, yeah, they were in before they lost to Bama. Yeah, but that was also just like, does Alabama get in if they lose to Georgia? Yo, this, like, I was just having this conversation because well, they were one and four. So like, I felt like what the committee was saying is winners and loser could go home. There's no way. No Bama. I think Bama would have nah. been the four. No way. No Bama. No think- Bama's in. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, no yeah, way, yeah, no, no way. Yeah, I was just having this conversation. I'm like, I think Bama's so good, and they have made a name for themselves that if you beat them, it's like, oh, Bama had an off day, but they're still better than everyone, so we'll just keep them in there, Especially like, even if they get a loss. Because we saw they didn't win the championship. Yeah. What was that, last year or the year before? But they still put them in because it's like, yo, they're still the best yeah, team yeah. in the country. Didn't they get in with two wins a couple years ago? Or two nah, losses, I mean? No, nah, it was one, one, one. one. Oh. But, um, but I was saying, I'm like, they're so good that if you beat them, it means way more than if they lose. But it's the opposite for everyone else. If you lose, it means way more than if you for win. Real. Especially for like a Notre Dame. If they were to lose any game on the yeah, schedule. You're getting, you get yeah, you get out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because espe- especially them out of all these teams. Yeah. I, th- I think it would have been, been like Clemson, Notre Dame. Uh, Georgia, Bama. Sorry. It would have been it would have been Clemson, Georgia, Notre Dame, and Bama. If it wasn't. Damn. Clemson, Bama. I think Notre Dame might have even dropped a four just so they could avoid Clemson, so Bama. So they could have Clemson, Bama for the, the yeah. natty again. Yeah. Yo, I have a question, yo. Yo, UCF might might go back to back, national champions. <laughs> Who they play? They play LSU. Know, oh, they play LSU. Yo, they are. What's wrong with like society? Back to back national champs, baby. Participation for you. To yeah, play yo, national you want your title, Like, well, we didn't get in, but we're still the best. They, but yeah, but they are. What's wrong with society? Because you know, they uh, they started at disadvantage, so they they're not able to reach the top. Mm. Perspective. Perspective. Ooh. Yo, in the history of college sports. Has there been a bigger big man on campus than Kyle Murray? Think about it. Son is making like $8 million from the MLB. Yeah. Right? People in Oklahoma, I think for the most part, I've forgotten about Baker Mayfield. He surpassed his numbers. Like nah, he's accounted chill, for. Chill. You know what I'm saying? But he's made it easier to forget about Baker yeah, Mayfield. I mean, yeah, that's right? Like he's probably going to, he's the favorite right now to win the Heisman. Yeah. He, he Wait, what did you just say? Yeah. It's what? like even money now. Him he's and- getting what? Paid by the MLB. Yeah, yeah he's oh, a he's, first round pick. So he's he, he, the story of Kyle Murray he's, for Oakland. He got drafted by the A's. He's making money from the MLB. So it's, since it's a professional league, he's not getting penalized by the NCAA. And he's only play, he's like, yeah, I'm just gonna play football because I love playing football. But I'm gonna pick baseball because money's there. Obviously, a, a number three starter gets like a hundred million dollars nowadays. He, co- he he said someone asked him why are you gonna play baseball over football, and he said, Have you ever seen a football player play twenty years? Facts. That's why Samarja played baseball. Right. Jeffrey. Yo, Je- all the money Jeff Samarja would never touch that oh money in the league. God, He'd probably never. be out the league right now. Jeff Samarja is Easily. the number one the number one example right. of why you should play baseball yes. over yeah. football. Yeah. Because yeah, that you guy could, you could be average and make a hundred million. Mediocre as he's not even fuck. average. He's not he's below well he's at the career area of like almost five. Didn't he Maybe have a good year five. though? He had a good year, no? Yeah, and then he got paid. There was one, one time. Yeah. yeah, that's all you need, man. It was decent. That, that is all you need. You just though. gotta suck them nah, in one was, time, yo. He was good in Chicago until he got paid by San nah, Fran. He yes, was, he was. He wasn't even. He was never that good. 
He was Bro. just six five and threw. He was fastballs. really good on bad Chicago teams. Is nah, what it was. he was never. Really, you know, but yeah, right, yo, let's go back to Kyle Murray though. So right? I, I had no idea that he, that oh, yeah. you could Oakland that he was getting him. paid. Yeah, I did not so, know that. So he's, he probably can't play baseball in college because he's being played as a professional baseball player. Yeah, so he's playing football and then he's out. He's like, yo, I'm just playing for fun. Now he's gonna win the Heisman, and <laughs> and like, yo, think about it. he's on campus. He got mad bread legally. Like he can't get in trouble for. Uh, uh, not tampering, but like, yeah. You think he's in shit. the fucking the dorms? Yo, he's making it rain. Who fuck knows where he is. He's, he's chilling. Oh my god. Yo, he's like Matt Leinart living right now, but Remember, with eight million dollars. With eight million dollars, and it's like, yeah, yeah, NCAA DX yeah, and, top. Yo, everyone knows I got eight million. Investigate that. Throw money at him. Yo, crazy son. The, yo, the NCAA is probably mad as yeah. hell. Yeah, Man. bro. But I had no idea yeah, about that. Like, this happened with Weedon so too. Like Weedon was a career. Yeah, he was forty-five. Though. And he wasn't. No, no, no. Like Kyle had, Murray's mad cool. Bro, dude. what do you mean Weedon did it better? Like he yeah. he played college. I mean, he played minor league baseball for like three or four years. Got his bread. He's like, yo, I'm going back to college to play football. The, what, so he was older. When like, he got drafted, was he twenty-five, twenty-six? He was like twenty-seven. Weedon was yeah. twenty. <laughs> Nah, no, nah. he might have been 28. Oh, yeah, I think he was 29. Nah, he been yo, 28 yo, I think he was 27, 28. But he was older than like, he was older than I think Aaron Rodgers at the time or something. He was like a year younger than Aaron Rodgers. It might have been. Damn, that is fire. Yo, Brandon <laughs> Whedon looks like For some reason, Jason I, Garrett's 29, stepson. 29. I'm going to go with 27. Right now he's 35. He was drafted in 2012. So he was born October 1983. So you. 29. So 20, yeah, 28 or 29, one of the 29. Other. I just want everyone to know on April 26, 2012, I tweeted, I like Brandon Whedon. I'm rooting for the guy. Browns made moves in this draft. <laughs> <laughs> I, everyone loves that. That was the draft that they drafted like Eric Wright. They drafted hey, mad Trevor first Richardson. rounders. That was Trevor Richardson. Oh, my God. Because Brandon Whedon was with Andrew Luck. It was the five quarterbacks that went that year. Browns made moves. But, yo, yo, think about it. What, what got, like, like, I feel like the dopest college football lives have been like Vince Young. Yeah, Tebow, Matt Liner, Tebow. I think nah, Tebow, Tebow. He was he was getting down with Jesus. All right, he wasn't fucking, but he was definitely he was the coolest the guy in the world. Man. Yo, he's the greatest college football player ever. <laughs> yeah, and yo, he, he probably he probably broke mad hearts by like not nailing them. Like how many? How many <laughs> yo, girls yo, yo, shady. I don't think like anal counts as sex, so he could be but just pounding asses Ooh. back then. I do know a girl that I grew Back up doors? with that Back would doors? only have anal sex because she said she was trying That's to stay a virgin. That's what I'm saying. Yo, so how many like Back doors 12 are out of 10s would throw themselves at T-Boy and be like, nah, I can't do it. At and then Florida? that would just like just shut their whole spirit at Florida, down. At bro. Florida. It's fire, you're talking, you're talking Florida. Guy was yoked. Yeah. He did it you know right. good. In Florida, you're getting the top notch of like every, you're getting white girls, Spanish girls, Asian girls, all black girls. All different flavors. All different flavors. Yo, From all over the country too. Honestly, it's better for him because with the fucking amount of just like, for lack of a better word, clout that this dude had, there'd be no more jizz left in that boy. <laughs> yeah. He would not be able to have a kid. Jizzing powder. His body would be like, dude, we just we did it all we dude, could. Dude, he dated Olivia Culpo for a while, and one of the reasons why they broke up was because he wasn't ready to like have sex. God, that is so fire. Yeah, I get your Miss Universe, but... <laughs> yo, is that juice? <laughs> Fuck but you. Jesus, That's yo. sauce, Can you bro. get sucked? That is sauce. Because I'm you down with this. You have to getting sucked. It, is, it, it, I, don't think I need to sucked. ask Tim, Tim Tebow. I this. think Tim Tebow is so religious that he wasn't even getting sucked. No oral pr- pl- pleasure I don't even think he was doing it himself. Side? Do you know how much bet... Yo, hold on. Yo, real quick. Yo, has, hold, hold on. Hold on. I need to wrap my mind around If he is religious, he can't do it himself. Yeah. Yo, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Yo, if you're turning down girls at Florida... No, no, no. And you're going to go home and jerk off? You can't. No. Listen, if you're gonna go, you're going all the way. Sacrilegious. Please, yeah. Please, please. 
there is a gray area here. Okay, not everyone Loopholes, is super, baby. super religious where they're like, I'm not going to do anything sort of sexual. The guy has jazed before, okay? Multiple. He's not super... He turned down Miss Universe. <laughs> he turned down the vagina, Tim. All I want to say is that Tim Tebow, as great as he was at football and how awesome this dude was, and like he was the greatest whatever, right? If you just tack on the fact that this dude never had sex with anyone and just got sucked... All four years of college? <laughs> this is the great... He has surpassed The Rock, Justin Timberlake, Derek Jitt, all these people. Tim he's, Tebow he's in that has class. now... You know what's crazy? I need to ask I, Tim. <laughs> did you just let me know if you're allowed to get sucked? Yo, was that part everyone of Everyone knew that he couldn't go in, so... Yeah, but, I would, yeah, but I... Dude, a suck was the only I thing going down. I would bet my house that he's never been sucked. Oh, I would I bet my he, entire house. But, but just think about if he could. Just think about if he could, if if he was like, yeah, I'm doing that. I'm just not having vaginal sex. That's You'd be like, this is the greatest man who's ever lived in all the all the lands it, of mean, men. If that's, they have it lived. is very possible because like premarital Why? sex is like the thing that's but like that's just, it's, shouldn't it, happen. If you are, no, you not, don't count getting head as, as sex. You don't. Yes, you do. No, you it's don't. Bro, I'm talking about you. I'm talking about you. Me. Yeah. Like girl gives you head, you go, yo, we had sex. No. No. Nah. Yeah, no one yeah. says that. But Shit. I'm. I, I got mean, some. I'm, I got some. I got head. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's different. It's, that I'm feeling a little. That's a different guilty. scoreboard, bro. It little, is because like nah, you because know, I'm I, feeling I, a little guilty to Jesus afterwards. If I'm like that, I'm feeling a lot guilty to not Jesus. Not me, bro. I'm fucking. I'm like, bro. I'm scoring touchdowns. I'm not touching vagina. <laughs> let me let me get sucked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. God damn it. <laughs> like a good tug. But if tug you do on the maybe conscience. tug, maybe tugs. Nah, but if you look on the other maybe side, he shouldn't be tugging his own if he's. Religious. See, we're getting crazy. See, see, I'm just saying. Also, I'll say this too. You can't be half in, half out if of religion. Tipped, wet dreams. Here, two things. Only it's two only scenarios. Ejecting Listen, we got to move on from this, but whatever. Uh, the last, last thing I'll say about Tim <laughs> Tebow, right? If Tim Tebow was getting sucked back then, he's the greatest man who's ever lived. He's above everyone. He's my number one forever. If he wasn't, <laughs> and he's not allowed... Then Florida should be in the top four, no matter what, every single year, because that is fucking ridiculous. You should just put him in, give him a bid. Like three teams earn it, but you're putting Florida in there every fucking time. There's too big of a sacrifice. We're moving on. I can't handle that. Yo, my my body hurts. Tweet us at Veterans Minimum who you think lived the best college life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I want to hear it. Yeah. Or or uh, just fuck. just tweet right at us, sucked or not sucked. <laughs> Suck sucker. Sucked or not sucked. I'm, I'm team sucked. I'm team. Not We're putting sucked. a poll up. We're putting a poll up. Uh, sucked or up. not sucked. Um. Is there anything you guys want to say about these teams that are in Notre Dame? Are they going to be just kind of like one of those teams that get smoked? Or double what? digit underdogs. They both are. They both are. Yeah. Uh, Oklahoma's 14 and a half. Clemson is a 12 point favorite. Is this going to be another Manti Teo type of thing? Where he has a big No, nah, they made the final. Oh, well, actually, that, there was no. There was no. That was yeah. just. That was a, a BCS. Thing. Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, look, it's, it's a big rooting, jump, dude. I'm rooting for Alabama not to win because fuck Alabama. I yeah. like Tua, and that's the only too. reason why I want to see Bama win, because I, like, I like Tua. I don't really care for Notre Dame, so. I don't care for Notre Dame either. I think, I, yeah, I think I'm going to hitch my bandwagon with the Sooners, just because, like, Kyle Murray's a swag. I'm with the Sooners, too. Uh, hey. I don't want to see Clemson win because they're in the ACC. It's lit. And we threw our way a chance to be in the playoff. Yo, imagine we lost to Clemson was at Notre in the Dame. Final Four. Yo, Maldo's somewhere having an orgasm right now. Why? Who? Isn't he an Oklahoma fan? Oh, Ma- oh, yeah, Ma- yeah, he Ma- loves the Sooners. Yeah. Yeah. He's having an orgasm right now. We should have bet them. What up, Maldo? Yeah. Speaking of orgasms, Robinson Cano gets traded to the New York Mets. 
Tim, orgasm or nagasm? All right. So I've thought a lot about this because there's a lot of detractors because we gave up a lot. We gave up two guys in the top 100 prospects in the MLB, our number two and three prospects in in our entire farm system. What's that guy's name? Palicki? It's like Palitsky? Well, here's here's the thing about him. The reason why you don't know him that well is because he's so young. He was just drafted in this year's draft, Hmm. right? 18 years old. And he projects to be a star. But so did Fernando Martinez. (laughs) So did Lasting's Millage. So did Lasting's Millage. Damn, I haven't heard that name in that long. But at the same time, so did Del Strawberry. So did Doc Gooden, right? But but, but. so did... yeah, Yo, exactly. What was, the, what was the last time the Mets like bought up a good position player in the outfield? I, forget just in general. The last time the Mets developed a good position I mean, player was Daniel Murphy. Was, and I would say Mur- Daniel Murphy, Murphy was the last good player that they developed. Right. If you're the Mets, right, you have this young stud rotation. You got Noah Syndergaard, and one thing about the MLB is very similar to the NFL in terms of like if you're not paying your rotation. Now you can spend some money on bats, mm. right? Except the Mets don't spend money. I'll, I'll get started <laughs> on that in a second. <laughs> now we have a new general manager, former, former, uh, former uh, agent. Agent, yeah. So he's he's looking to spend some money. <laughs> My man Brody, he's looking to spend money. What is it? BVW or something? I just call him Brody. BBW, easy. BVW. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, Brody Van... Oh, I, I mean, I just call him Brody. The Van Man. Right? He has no experience whatsoever at this. But what he's doing is a win-now move. You're acquiring a guy who got 94 hits in 80 games. And yes, he's a 36-year-old second baseman. I understand that. We get that. But you take a guy and you put him in the middle of that lineup. This lineup has struggled to hit. If you put, the Met, if you put Cano in the Mets lineup, he would have the second most, and I hate the stat, but it gives does give you a little bit of an overview, wins over replacement, despite the fact he only played half the games last season. Above replacement. Above War. replacement. Yeah, above replacement, right? So they're saying that he's worth more wins in half a season than every person but one person on the Mets last season, right? Mm. You put him in the middle of that lineup, and all of a sudden you, you, can, you got... A lineup where if you spend that money that you shed, because they got $20 million back, they got rid of Jay Bruce, which means they're making a spot in the outfield. If you take that money and, for God's sake, spend it on a guy like Bryce Harper. Now nah, he loved Bryce. No, listen. <laughs> Bryce is like my friend Joe Tina. If he's on your team... You root for him. You root for him. Love the guy. Love the guy. He's a, t- he's a, t- he's a gamer. Very A-Rod-like. If he's on the other team... Can't stand that guy. He's a polarizing figure. I'm telling you, the only person I would never flip for is Chase Utley. If Chase Utley was on the Mets, I'd still hate him. But (laughs) I'm down. Bryce, come, please. But if you you put a piece like that, all of a sudden you have a middle lineup of Cano, Cespedes, and and Harper, and you have young guys like Ahmed Rosario in his second year, like Peter Alonso coming up, and he's been killing everybody, right? You'd have to trade one of Nimmo or Conforto then if you sign Bryce Harper. Like, what good are they? No, the the way the Mets roll is we got four outfielders and we rotate them. Bro. This is how it goes. That's why you guys lose. Conforto. (laughs) Like, what kind of game plan is that? You have a young hitter in Conforto. You have a young hitter in Nimmo, right? (sighs) Keep this starting pitching intact. You have Zach Wheeler, who quietly had a great year last season. Jake, everyone knows Jacob DeGrom did. Noah Syndergaard healthy. Steven Matz. You have four possible aces. You have a closer now. Just make moves. 
I, I just implore the Mets fans out there, like, this is not the old way of doing things. Give this guy a chance. Give this trade a chance. Tim hasn't even said Edwin Diaz was probably the bigger star in this trade. Yeah, he's the big star. But then again, you don't... See, that's the, my big problem, too, because he's the big star of the trade, and I feel like we gave up too much to receive a closer. That's a very rookie GM move to acquire a closer. You don't need to acquire a closer. Well, especially with the market. It's pretty flooded with closers this year. And I also feel like closer year to year... How how many are like super consistent? Where you know for like a decade you'll be I mean, chilling. There's like a high level closer. And Diaz like, has been consistent. You, you think for two he's years, like that though? You think yeah, he's you got guys more saves in baseball the last two years? Yeah, since 2017. So oh, he'll so. probably lead the league in blown saves. He probably will. He'll be a Met. He dipped. He had a he had a bad beginning to the season, but then he rolls back up. So that gives me a little hope as well. But he like lost his closer role in 17. Yeah, he did. in 17 two years ago. Right? Yo, my issue with this is I hate the contract. There, it's, it's like nothing though for Cano. Ah, uh, the the beat writers in New York are spinning it because what they're doing is they're counting Bruce's cap money, but it is and Swarzak's cap money toward Cano, toward Cano, and that you can't do that. Discounting it, it's not yeah. how you, that's not how it goes because those two guys are off the books in two years, and Cano's still on the books for another three, but four or is it five? Well, three beyond beyond the two years oh, that they're so actually five. Then, so you're really paying Cano twenty five million dollars a year in year. Three, four, five of this deal when he's going to be 38, 39, 40. Yeah. Or, no, no, I'm sorry, 39, 40, 41. Yeah, 41. <laughs> so he's either playing for his base or he's, he's not winning. playing for you, right? Probably. Right. So, I mean, I don't. Unless ha- you guys unload him. I don't hate the move because it's a win now move and not for nothing. The Mets haven't had a win now move since fucking they acquired Cespedes at the trade yeah. deadline in 15. So, don't I don't hate it. Robinson Cano, welcome to New York again. Not to mention he's a guy who you know will handle the New York spotlight very well. He already has roots here. He's not going to be one of those people who are like, I just came from Seattle and I can't control myself. I'm going to fucking party and do the exact opposite of Tim Tebow and fucking bust nine nuts every night. I mean, that's probably night. how he was in New York. <laughs> he probably but he has, it. But he has roots here. He has roots here. So like he What's has, like dope in Seattle? It's a, Seattle's it's like poppin'. the needle, the space needle. Amazon. Nah, Seattle's a popping Amazon's popping in Seattle. Amazon come here, bro. It's quiet. Yo. <laughs> It is. It's gonna be super quiet. For Coffee us is popping in Seattle. Ooh, Starbucks, yes. Seahawks aren't that bad. Seattle's actually one of the most up and coming cities in America. Seattle's yeah, very the, hipster. The Sounders too are pretty dope. The only thing trash about Seattle is the weather. Weed is legal there, so if it's Washington raining, you State, can just yeah. stay inside and smoke weed. Smoke loud. Smoke the loud. Catch me on that loud. Pack that. Pack that. Pack. <laughs> Sky Boris, you over, baby. Robinson Cano, you coming with me? <laughs> oh, bro. Um. But yeah. I don't know. I I like the trade. I feel like it definitely is a win now move. So this has to be the first move of it's like something has to supersede this. Whether, although kind of crazy to me because I don't know what the Mets would have to offer. They supposedly inquired about Kluber, but that could be just like a team doing their due diligence. Um, keep in mind, this guy obviously was an agent, so he's close with a lot of the players mm. um, in baseball, particularly Jacob Degrom, who was he was his agent. So. Yeah, it's interesting. I think the next thing for me, I'm looking at the Mets, is do they trade Syndergaard? That's like the talk of the town. I hope not. And it's like you have guys like Chris Bryant who possibly could get traded. Mm. I mean, if it's for Chris Bryant, I'll take it. See? It better be for a guy like Chris yeah. Bryant. You probably, not be, I don't want no prospects for Syndergaard. No, no, no. You need to be adding. With, the, with, with this, this trade you just made of Cano and trading prospects, you're adding active yeah. roster guys. Right. But you'd probably need to give up more to get Chris Bryant, I think. Although I'm not sliding no Syndergaard. Chris Bryant is a former MVP and went healthy. He's a savage. I have a Chris Bryant rookie card that I'm holding with nice. for, on for my dear That's life. That's good half. Yeah. Broke, broke the curse. MVP. That's what I'm saying. That year. Yeah. That's a good card to have. 
Fire. What was that? I don't know. You still collect baseball cards? Yo. Um, baseball cards are fire. Yo. They are. Let me tell you something. That, that particular pack of baseball cards I got for free at a carnival. Like, I won them. Ooh. And I fucking got a, a rookie card of... The, what's his name? Chris Bryant. I have Bryant. a LeBron James rookie card and like that crazy, like the, the hard ass cover. Plastic. You don't yeah, it's, your house, it's an upper deck. I have a shot. You guys know about upper card. deck. <laughs> Is that got, the one where it has like a piece of a basketball on it and you can yeah. like. Yeah. <laughs> I got two Tim Duncan rookie cards. I got a Tracy McGrady rookie card. Vince Carter. Ooh. Kobe Bryant. Young Vince. My brother has a Michael Jordan baseball card. And I got a Charizard. Wow. Michael Jordan baseball card. The Charizard might be the most fire thing you have. I know, right? Hell yeah. What? Johnny got a Charizard. Oh. Damn. Swing we, that, though. We save it. But we when share. it's your brothers and you're younger, it's yours. Yeah. Especially Tim's the older brother. Tim could just be like, yo, give me that shit. So. Yo, when Keith was like 18 or 19 years old, he like went back and collected all of the Pokemon cards, and he has like a folder with all of them in it. Like every single one. Bro, yeah, I used to have a... Yo, I have to find mine because I had a crazy collection same, too, bro. yo. I tried to find mine because my nephews were OD into it, and I couldn't find mine. I had mad Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Yo, I was. Them Bro, shits are somewhere in the. In the I garage. used to have like specific decks. Blue eyes, white dragon. My son, dark magician. Bro, for for Yu Gi Oh, I'd have like specific like my tune squad, my tune deck over here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> for real. Yo. Like Kaibo was the tune guy. Pegasus was like the magician. Ooh. Or Pegasus. Yeah, you're dropping yeah. gems. Yo, you want to hear the ultimate Pokemon card? Come on, son. Pokemon card Exodia? hustle. Exodia I, game over. I used to play people for cards. So like, if you yeah, lost, you got their cards. How, yeah. But I used to go to like the Chinese stores and cop like the hundred cards, and they were all the rarest cards for like a dollar, and they were mad fake. Yeah. Damn. So if I lost, like, okay, you could, yeah, you could See, have I could always tell a Charizard. fake card because hell yeah, me too. Had Sorry. the Yu-Gi-Oh had the little sticker on the bottom like yeah. corner, and like the back of the card, you could obviously. I had try. Exodia like all parts of the shit was mad fake. I was, I was like, missing one piece of Exodia. Still fire. Hell yeah. There but, used to be a spot on on uh, Steinway where I used to go like every other week. We had a tournament that lasted like a week in fifth. Uh, fourth grade uh or third fourth grade and frankie was in it it was a Yu-Gi-Oh tournament i ended up winning the whole thing damn you know that you know who i played in the finals andrew nunez wow that's Sorry. a throwback i don't know why i remember this speaking shit, of throwback your boss strike zone that's the that's the spot on steinway they were just talking about was it they used to go every week it was upstairs by where nah, nah, entertainment exchange is at now nah oh that <laughs> was you never I went feel to strike like I zone? vaguely remember that, yeah. It was upstairs. It was like but a it sports just, memorabilia. No, it was heaven. sports. Yeah, I'm talking about Yu-Gi-Oh, but yeah. Uh, strike zone, I remember for sports. They used to sell Pokemon there, like, cards up there, times. too. Damn, son. These remember the, the feeling of opening up a thing? Like, where's the holographic one? Yeah. Like, oh my God. Blue eyes, white dragon! Remember how mad my mom would get when like I got nothing in my car, in my pack, and I was like, yo, fuck this. Like, I don't want this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, why? Like, I feel like you just wasted That was like eight bucks. You open up a Pokemon one, there's just like mad energy cards. You're like, fuck this shit, man. Like, Do it right in front of your parents who just spent money on that. <laughs> <They're> like, <laughs> you throw it against me? the wall. You're like, fuck, I need a Togepi. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, cool. Let's talk about uh, week 13 here. Um, some things happen. I mean... First thing I want to talk about is, I mean, the Saints lost to the Cowboys. I don't think anybody really saw this coming. Uh, Tim definitely What the didn't fuck see it happened coming. in that game? Three scores. Yeah, you he thought the Saints were going to blow them out. Yeah. Saints I mean, are now 10-2. Yeah. This was a coming out party for the Cowboys defense, I think. this, mm. Those three linebackers, man, where's Sean Lee going to play when he comes back? Is Nowhere. He Get upgrade? rid of him, bro. 
It's crazy because uh, we, I wouldn't want him. As of like four weeks ago, we were talking about oh, Sean Lee's out. That means the Cowboys' off defense is going to suffer. The Cowboys' defense has taken the next step. Um, I think the Saints were a little exposed in the sense like they're kind of a a three-man show. It's Michael Thomas. It's the two running backs. And then it's not much after that. Uh, Traquan Smith got another zero. Uh, for some reason, the Brodo Bros are the only people that realize that Traquan Smith is only playable at home. Hint, hint for everyone who lists, who ever listens to this. Yeah, I got uh, I, I hit you guys up about that, because I, I, I just feel like they they played in a dome, but I guess I guess it's the That's same. Jason Jason figured it out. He's probably the only person that that did it. So shout out to Jason. Bro, Jason and has an advanced like stats though, like on the come up. He does. Jason's going to Cornell. He is going to Fuck him. Cornell. He <laughs> <laughs> uh, is that meme of what's his name in Hangover calculating at the blackjack table. Literally, yeah. That's <laughs> Jason. She's like, yo, how's your day going? Hold on. It's <laughs> the right answer. Um, but yeah, for I, I think that it was more of the Cowboys playing outstanding than it was the Saints playing poorly. Um, the Saints also have been in a streak of primetime games, if I'm not mistaken. They're on... No, because they played. There wasn't a primetime game against the Eagles, so I'll forget that. That's a that's a that take is null at this point. But, but yeah, the Saints I think defense it, played well too, anyway, though. Th- th- that's why I'm not so worried about the Saints because the Saints defense played really well. But I think this is more of a coming off party for the Cowboys. The Cowboys are here to stay, and they made a statement. I think the Cowboys just yeah, the defense, but they also switch things up. Like Zeke is now being used as Zeke should be used. Like he's like getting, his rookie year, they're using yeah, him. He's, he's, majority he's of the touches. Like he's getting catches of the backfield early on in the season that wasn't happening. And, you know, I wonder if the Saints, if the, their offense, like, Michael Thomas has struggled back-to-back weeks on both Thursday night games. Easy, easy. I'm just saying. No, no, I'm saying. You know. I know. Well, I'm saying. <laughs> Listen, I'm taking any <laughs> Joey's all, side eyes because he's out I, of the I'm taking any and all fucking shots but yo, like, fucking I'm out. These guys have, obviously, you're a creature. We're all creatures of habit. So when you play a 17, like a four-month season and every game is supposed to be on Sunday, and back-to-back weeks, your routine is thrown off because you're playing on Thursday. Like that could change things, and we might have saw it back-to-back weeks. Like that's, it's a tough little schedule. Like, you know, whatever you want to call it in the schedule for the Saints. So I, I mean, I'm not worried about the Saints at all. But I think once they get back to playing on Sundays, they have a long week this week. I think they'll get things back in order. It does throw. But off, it is impressive. It for does the, throw off your week because you know how like you always see those videos where a team wins on Sunday and they're like. Uh, We're off Monday. See you Wednesday. And then they all start celebrating, right? So think about it like on a Thursday, right? You're probably going to give them off Friday. Saturday, come in for treatment. Sunday is your first day of practice where in the past, you're getting ready to play a game. And Wednesday's your travel day. Yeah. So it's just just so Whereas Wednesday, you're just getting your week started. I I never thought about that until you mentioned it now. But yeah, I think what Tim said is right, yo. This was more of, you know what? Dallas is kind of legit. And now Chicago lost. And, you know, looking ahead just a little bit, the uh, the Rams have to play the Bears this week. We don't know the status for Mitchell Trubisky. There's a, there's a chance that after this week, Dallas takes care of business. They'll be tied with Chicago for the three seed. So, you know, Cowboys, ever since they got Amari Cooper, man, it's it. You know how we always say about like, yo, can someone be great and overrated with this situation? Could it have been a great move for the Cowboys, but they overpaid? Absolutely. That's yeah. what I think it is. He's just like a, a threat. I mean, I've been saying it. The last I sound like a broken record. Like, he's probably the best weapon Dak has ever had. And just having someone out wide just mm. makes it easier on Zeke and everyone, really. Also, Gallup coming along, too, is helpful. I think it's probably. opening things up for him, Amari Cooper, as well. I think uh, 
I'm gonna call. I'm gonna start calling Amari Cooper Amari Nooper, because people need to stop oh associating the name Amari Cooper, because three straight years, if you drafted Amari Cooper on your fantasy team, you've been absolutely burned to the point of like a wasted third round pick. So people instinctively hate this guy. Mm. So they they don't want to like him. They don't want to admit that he's a new guy and he's he's doing well. So tell me more about Amari. Nooper. So his name is Amari Nooper now, and Amari Nooper is a. Excellent weapon and number one wide receiver for the Dallas Cowboys. Yo, these puns get worse and worse. That's they not a, do, that's man. That's not a pun. That's that's, that's legit. Hashtag Amari Nooper. I want to see it next year. New, it's you game plan for a certain team a certain way. Like if he does his thing for the rest of the season, they go as far as they go. Like let's see next year. It's like all right, let's actually account for this guy now and not fucking because who they have to game plan for anybody for the Cowboys going into the season. It's like fucking Des Bryant's not there. Who who the fuck knows what he's doing? And what I got a game plan for Cole Beasley. <laughs> The fuck? Like, Whole there's, world. There's no reason. Um, but also, yeah, Nick was talking about how the Giants, they fucking beat the Bears in overtime. God damn it. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, you know. Yo, Odell, weird pass, dude. What, you threw uh, a little weird. Did you see that stat that Odell now has two 40-yard touchdown passes and he now many has zero? <laughs> that was great. <laughs> okay, yo, got, yo, I, could, I mean, uh, Odell could sling. Yeah, he could sling it. Yo, the Giants' offense is kind of coming alive. Is it just me or like am I the only one noticing? Like this is a good Bears defense. I'm upset, obviously, that we're winning, but I'm also glad that it's not like a like with the McAdoo year where the, you could tell that everyone's like, I'm done. Yeah. I mean, it's also a first year coach, so like. And the Jags, you know how the Jags are like, fuck this, yeah. basically, you know. Well, uh, the Jags I'm glad it's not that. Put up an inspired performance last week. That's what I'm saying. Like they're playing up. They still want to play. Like there's still yeah. like a want to do something, even though you're not gonna win the division. You know, the Cowboys are coming along and we're just not. We just Yo, yeah, can I talk about not. one play? We gotta talk about the Odell play on special teams. Oh, the onside kick. Yeah. He pulled up. Absolutely. Bro, what is that? I mean, yo, it's Come a football, on. bro. It it what? No one, no one considered the fact that he. It looked like he thought the ball was going one way, bro. The ball went another way, so he tried to slap it out of bounds. There's zero excuse for what he did, or what he even. I don't know what the hell he know. did. He looked like he for was his trying lack to, of doing. He thought it was gonna go off to off bro. to the right side. It went off to the left side, so he went to slap. That him. is not at all what happened. It looked like the Cam Newton play in the Super Bowl. Remember? Yes. Yeah. yeah. He got hit, like, he got yo, shit for that. Odell, like, I, I mean, if he's getting paid all that money, then don't put him on the hands team. If he's on the hands team, like, get in there and get dirty. Son got some hands, though. Bro, but like, if you're going to not use them, <laughs> yeah, then what's the point of yeah, being on nah, the hands you're right, team? You're right. Like, ah. I'm, if you're out there, you have to do something. If you're not out there, then, yeah, you're getting paid superstar money. You should as be out soon there. as I seen that, I was like, there's going to be people out there in New Of York course. Yo, uh, about bro, this. did you it's, see? It's a waste of time. Did you see this, his? Man. How is that a waste of time? He, the dude That's not, lack of effort that almost cost him a win. He's not inhuman. Whether good or bad, if you want to win or not, or whatever. Nah, bro, you got to get that ball. I'll say one thing about... No, you're quitting on your team right in I, front see, of their very eyes. I don't see it as that. I see it as he, the ball, like, gave him a little juke move. That's a sorry excuse. That's I see you making it. Yo, he still went in head first at the fucking thing. It's not like After he... it was secure. It's not like he pulled up. He went in head first and no, tried to up. slap it. He pulled up. And the ball was secured by the, by the recovering team. I'm going to have to by see the kicking this. Team. I'm going to have to see this again. Because I don't... No, you do have to see it again. Yeah, I wasn't really crazy about that. Um... Packers lose to the fucking Cardinals. What the fuck? Yo, that was disgusting. That's uh, that's the second worst loss of the year any team has suffered. The first one was when Buffalo won by three touchdowns against Minnesota. Yeah. But it makes sense. Afterwards, they fired Mike McCarthy. Got to get him out of there. So it might have been. That was the show that broke the camel's back. Yeah. 
Anyone else surprised on how that went down? 13 years in one of the most like classy and like play by the rules organizations and they fire you mid season. Like I, I think I think it was just uh I think it was just there's been a lot of momentum to get him fired the last couple of years. And yo, if you if you and your superstar don't have you're not on the same page, your chemistry is ruined, it's gonna be hard for you to survive. Hmm. I was kinda shocked. I was shocked too. Yeah, I, I mean, will we say we just I was had shocked. this segment last week of hot or not, and I said yeah. it wasn't that hot. I did I never expected it to be mid season. I thought he was going to be fired in the offseason. I even put in the wrap-up, I put uh, uh, McCarthy taking number right next to Bowles and Cutter, who has, whose heads will roll this summer. Like, I never expected it to be yeah. this week. Like, Bowles that's about crazy. Next. But I guess when you, get, when you lose to a Cardinals team that sucks, there's really no way to put it. You only put up 17 against that team. And, yo, a lot of it was on Aaron Rodgers. And a lot of it was on the, yo, that guy has no weapons. Devontae Adams got doubled. He played Patrick Peterson. And... The the offense fell apart because the offense is basically rolling the way Devontae Adams rolls this year. Yeah. And if he shut down, then the entire offense shuts down. Yeah, and they, they uh, uh Jamal Williams and Aaron Jones split I think it was like thirty nine to thirty eight snaps that they both played. So it wasn't really and the offense just falls better when Aaron Jones, but yeah, yo, anytime if Devontae Adams doesn't I mean, you know this or he's on your fantasy team. Anytime Devontae I would, mean Devontae goes every week no matter yeah, what. Every week. Yeah, but he's it's like just the a matter only of one. how much can he do. Yeah. And and eventually teams just figure it out. They put Patrick Peterson on him, and that was it. Jamal Williams splitting carries with Aaron Jones 50-50 is enough reason to get fired. That's a travesty. <laughs> it's enough. No, okay. Oh, tight, okay. That's oh that happened. All right, I understand. In a tight game where you think like, yo, Aaron Jones will be you know used heavily. Like this is a perfect situation. Nah. Yo, sad news. My boy Christian Kirk, IR. Mm. Fan club with the Christian. Extremely Kirk. sad news. Yeah. That's my guy. Yo, next year he's going to make noise. I'm telling you. He's going to line up in the slot where he should be lining up. Larry Fitzgerald is going to retire. Another year of Rosen. Christian Kirk. Yeah, another year of Rosen. Hopefully they get an offensive line there with him. Uh, Also, Panthers suffered a big loss there. So I'm glad you brought them up because when we were doing that segment last week, I said, yo, could we throw Ron Rivera in there? And people was like, yo, Nick, I love you, but not happening. It's like they lost (laughs) four games in a row, right? And if you look at their schedule, they got to play the Saints twice. There's actually a roadmap where they might not win another game the rest of the year. You lose eight games in a row. I've done it, Nick. <laughs> I lost eight in a row. It's, that's not hard. Well, you're in the fucking hot seat, Joe. You're goddamn right I am. <laughs> yeah, you need, you need a name change. Joe, lost eight bro. out of nine after starring 4-0. That's impressive. Yo, Joe is le- legitimately like stressed out. Stressed the fuck I will out say the videos you've I been putting you up, pretty fire. <laughs> pretty fire. Yeah, I beat him by .2. <laughs> Oh but God. but dude, like Ron Rivera, you don't think like he's maybe on the hot seat? If it just it, it is a new owner that's over there too. Let's not forget this guy just bought the team, so maybe you know you're like, oh, he's you're six enough. and two, and it's like, oh my God, shit, shit hit the fan. I gotta get rid of it, make a change. Yeah, things went south. Yeah, McCaffrey's quick. super nice. I fucking love watching that dude. McCaffrey's dope. Yeah, DJ Moore is getting more and more involved in the offense too. But I mean, you know, Devin Funches blows. That guy, he makes one catch and it's a touchdown. That's like two touchdowns. He's the opposite of Jordy Nelson, where like Jordy Nelson would at least catch like a seventy-yard bomb. Like Devin Funches ain't catching those seventy-yard bombs. It's like a four-yard touchdown. It's like two catches, twenty yards, and hopefully he stumbles into the end zone. Yeah. It's the John Ross special. Uh, Ravens win now. They're seven and five. Pretty much uh, put a knife in the Falcons. They're also they're also going to compete for the division too. Now, 
I think I think they're a game like a half game back because well they have a tie so I don't know well Pittsburgh has a tie that's yeah. what I mean so it's a, it's a half game back but they both have the same amount of wins they don't play each other can um what was the spread on this game one and a half oh yeah yeah that's right that's right that's right that's right how how'd that go <laughs> the Ravens covered it oh okay 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 so ten and a half would have been nice I I accept uh, cash credit. Uh, you know what? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, you don't we, take Venmo, uh, you fucking loser. <laughs> yeah. Stop. You I don't take, take Venmo? I have zeal. Bro, bro, oh, uh, you're not. Quick you're, pay. Uh, yeah, quick yeah pay. have you guys noticed all these years? Anytime Tim goes, yeah, how'd everyone do? Above 500. Yeah. 2 1. He never hits the chat when he goes 0 oh, 3, 1 and 2. <laughs> never. What's your how's record? Yo, I didn't know. So, how's your record? I didn't answer for like 10 minutes. He goes, yeah, boss is quiet now. I'm coming for him too. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, slow down. You're not coming for anything. Like, I'm coming for you, boss. I was like, yeah, I was just driving for 45 minutes. <laughs> I want you guys to remember a little a little boy named Timmy who was 4-14 and 14 earlier this season. And now I've climbed my way up to second place. And now I'm coming for you, boss. Yeah. I'm coming for you. Congrats. Congrats. <laughs> Let's go. Nah, but I mean, could, could Matt Ryan have played a worse game? Like, not to gloat or anything, but that guy fucking blew. Uh, against a great defense. That defense is that what, defense is legit. One of the reasons one of the reasons why he blew, Tevin Coleman six for eight. Because he blows. Blows. He blows. I like Tevin Coleman a lot coming into like just in general. But a- after you see but Shanahan being able to get though. big games out of Matt Breida, Alfred Morris, this kid Williams, uh M- Most- Wilson. Mustert Wilson. Yeah. Mostert, yeah. Mostert. Like, is Tevin Coleman good, or is he? Did he just run while Mike Shanahan was the coach? Kyle Shanahan, excuse me. Like that's that's something you got to consider too, because this guy could obviously run the rock. Mm. So that I mean that team, it's it's time to start considering this in Atlanta. When is it time to fucking detonate the bomb, blow it up, start over, start from scratch? Because I mean, unless you think Matt Ryan is the uh, is the quarterback that's gonna get you over that hump, yo. So hold. Like blow it up. Super Bowl two years ago, division around to the playoffs last year. I kind of think you're. I, I know you don't like the Falcons, but I think blowing it up is kind of a stretch. I, bl- I so will. I, I will never quit this. We know they <laughs> they backed their way into that champ into the playoffs last year because they were handed two victories, two drop passes in the end zone that should have been. Dude, it's just it's facts, bro. All right, but how many t- you could probably say that about some yeah, yeah, you also. could say that about but, mad. But teams, I'm just though. saying, if, if you want to play the what if game, make if we could rewrite every single like sure. But if win you're if you're looking for anyone, the, if you're looking at that squad and you're looking, all right, how could we build the squad? You you got the Saints in that division. I was gonna say the Panthers, but the Panthers kind of blow now too. You got you got to start considering like, all right, when is it time to? But what do you mean blow, blow, it, blow up? it up? Like you have like web like there's just. I don't know what it is. I mean, I, I, but How, nah. what can Julio get you on the open market? Julio can get you a, a first round pick or two. Mm, not at thirty. If Brandon, if Brandon Cooks is worth one, he's not at thirty. Four. Not at thirty, but he's thirty now. Julio. He'll be thirty, I think, next year. I think he's twenty eight, twenty nine years old. Yeah. Can you yeah. take that joke since you got the computer open? Julio's been around. The how how old is Julio? How old is Julio? Julio Jones. Like Cooks went for a first. Amari Cooper went for a first. Yeah, they're also 23, 24 years old. He's actually 30 because he'll turn Next 29. Next year is his age 30 season. He'll turn 30 on February 8th. So, Sons of Pisces. Let's I mean, fucking let's go, go man. Bitch. Gang. So maybe that's why. Maybe this is this is your last time to get anything out of Julio. Yo, his name's Quintoris. Julio's way more fire. His name's Quintoris? Julio doesn't really match the last name Jones. Like, does anyone ever notice that, like, Julio's mad weird to hear? 
Nah, I love Julio Jones. That sounds so Julio cool. Julio Jones is fire. I might name my son Julio Jones. <laughs> Julio. I was thinking of naming my kid Saquon. Yeah, I love that guy now. <laughs> Saquon Deus. Saquon Deus. It has a ring to it. It sounds like a like a foreign dance. How confused would all Greek like families be when they heard that shit? Saquon. Yeah. <laughs> They'd be so confused, yo. <laughs> but nah, I I Saquon Tropolos? I I, I, I kind of think I kind of think you're you're reaching there, Tim. Yeah, I would like if this uh, if they Tim end, knows he's reaching. Yeah, there. if they end the season. But you guys have been telling me I've been reaching for two years and I haven't, bro. And everything I tell you, including nah. that Matt Ryan after he faces. It, there was a point where everyone was trying to say Matt Ryan has is the man, and here's the proof. And I've been and I and I said to you, all right, he played five out of six games at home. He played no passing defense. That's in the top half of the league. His schedule is about to turn up. Watch him crumble, and here he is crumbling. He everything I've said about the uh, Falcons has been true the last right two now, years. Though. They're not good. So it, what are you gonna it, do? Yo, nah, do it have- hasn't. It hasn't been true the last few years because they went to the divisional round of the playoffs. Like you can't, you can't bash a team if you're the way you've been slandering the 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 Falcons last year. He's treating that, as if the only a, success a six and is ten a Super team. Bowl win. Yeah, the, that's what I'm saying. Like the way you you treat the the Falcons, it's a six and ten team, not a team that went. I think they were eleven and five because four teams won eleven and five. Uh, not four teams, three teams in that division. Nah, ten and six. They were ten and six. Yeah, you're right. They were ten and six. The Panthers including, and the Saints, including a, a win against were, the uh, Jets. They just edged out uh, uh, eleven and five. And yes. two wins and two wins Drop that passes. were handed yes, to them. We, know, we, know, we, we know. got it. We got it. Let's go. Let's go back to just, archives. So, so they were a drop pass away from being the Super Bowl champs in the divisional playoffs. Yeah, yeah. We don't, we don't talk about who. Nah, yeah, but we don't they talk were, about that. They were there, it could have went the other way. But they were their own drop pass. That's their fault. They weren't handed anything. If they won the Super Bowl because Tom Charlie. Brady threw it out the back of the fucking end zone, that's different. No. That's their that's their I'm own playing fault. What if too, just like you. Nah, but that's yeah. that's their own fault. You're faulting them for winning on a bad play. You can't and you're like, nah, like, nah. They dropped the pass. When you when you're earning a victory, you gotta earn a victory. <sighs> Next game, please. <laughs> uh Chiefs beat uh the Oakland All Stars. 40 to 33. It was way too close. That's what I was saying. I was getting a little nervous. I'm like, what's going on here? Yo, Pat Mahomes sucks, huh? Yo, four touchdowns yeah, He does again. miss a lot of throws. <laughs> he does. Nah, Yo, come on. I'm playing. I'm not. Yo, I think, I, I think Kareem oh. Hunt I think Kareem Hunt's going to hurt them. Well, yeah. No Kareem Hunt is going to It's gonna come back and bite him in the ass. Yeah, they sure. Could, they I mean, struggling yesterday. But, yo, they also found this out Thursday, so. That's but true. Long term, that's it, that's I mean, fair. I mean, that's fair. No doubt the loss of a all pro running back is going to hurt you. They did exactly what I thought they would do. So like Breeze lays an egg and then they just had Mahomes just throw it all over the field now. Now he's the favorite for MVP again. That's flip-flops. Yo, you don't think Mahomes misses a lot of throws? Yo, Mahomes? I mean, yeah. He, we he were talking about that when we watched it. Times. When we wa- that's a good point too. Bro, he was 23 for 38 yesterday. All right. Cuz he 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 sees like To be fair, th- I mean, I I didn't really see much of this game cuz I was watching Red Zone, but you could have been if I'm the the Oakland. If I'm Oakland, I'm like, all right, well, I'm just gonna play the pass. You lose like, fucking Kareem Hunt. It's like, yeah, sure, we're gonna hand the ball. I mean, they did hand it off a, a lot, but I would more game plan against the pass. Yo, anything. he missed he missed Tyreek Hill on that one touchdown, and then Twice. I mean, admit miss. Nah, hit, him, hit, hit him in the hands. Nah, there was one he overthrew. There was one he overthrew, and then there was one he hit. In the, but but my point is, yo, we were talking about how this fucking guy is. Five seven, five to seven oh, yards yeah. past every DB three four times a game. Yeah, like he he's literally like yo, who is the guy in Madden 
that used to be you would just do streaks and like no one could, was it like oh Randy Moss <laughs> Randy Moss and like Madden 08 like the year after the 22 touchdowns it was like yo no one could guard him in that video game that's what Tyreek Hill is in real life by the way Tim I'm just being picky I'm just saying he misses throws alright fine but you, he I doesn't mean, turn it over everybody misses, misses throws. throws I mean Hank Aaron set the record for most strikeouts he also has the most RBIs and the most home runs sometimes you just gotta do what you gotta do Bonds has the most home runs well I'm talking about you know before that. he did it clean Got yeah. you, bro. Um, if I'm the Chiefs, what I'm nervous about is I'm nervous about you just you gave up 33 to the Raiders and you gave up a 75 percent third down percentage. Yeah, the defense is trash. It's been trash. Yeah. Okay. Did Eric they, Berry play? I don't think Eric Berry. But played. they were forcing turnovers and they were getting pressure and they were doing neither of those things against the Raiders. And if they can't get turnovers and they can't get pressure, that is a very yeah. vulnerable team. Talk about, they, I feel like they would have showcased Eric Berry one if he played. No, he didn't. He didn't play. Yeah. yeah. I think when he comes back, if well, we also haven't seen him in a while because he had an ACL and then he tore his Achilles. He's up there in age too, especially with those injuries. It's something I take into consideration, in my opinion. I mean, I mean, we start feeding Travis Kelsey, man. Travis Kelsey went 170 yards, two touchdowns, and he could have had like four touchdowns. He could have had three. He got stopped at like the one. He got stopped at the one. He got one callback because of penalty, didn't he? Oh, penalty! That's what it was. Yeah. And then and he, he was and he got down. He was down. Oh, they scored. He scored on that drive. But I think was, the Chiefs will be fine, man. Yeah. I don't think they're good enough to, to beat the Rams because, I mean, your defense gives up 33 points to the fucking Raiders. I mean, they won't have to face the Rams. Not to face, they have to beat the Patriots. Well, yeah, I mean, like, eventually. They don't have to beat the Steelers. Yo, the Patriots, Shady, I mean, they beat the Vikings 24-10, to 9-3. We don't really talk about them because I think the three premier teams were it's Saints, Rams, Chiefs. And then it's like, no, it is. Patriots they're, are they're the only Patriots premier like, because they put up points. Like, yeah, that's yeah. just like what pops. They're not, they're not cool. Like the Pats Nothing this year pops are not cool. about the Pats. They're the Spurs. Yeah, yeah, they are. I think it's also Patriots fatigue. That's why everyone's so excited about the Rams and the Chiefs. It's like, oh, yo, the, the Texans even. It's like, yeah, there's yo, nothing, new blood, new, new. There's nothing new about the Pats except Sony Michelle and Josh. I mean, Gordon. you get Rex Burkhead back this week too. He was in there. Man, yeah. fantasy, fantasy player's worst nightmare. Yeah, I don't know, but I, I think the Pats now. If the Pats have the same record with the with the Chiefs, they have the tiebreaker over them. So there is a roadmap that they can get the. How do they have the tiebreaker over them? Head to head. Okay. That's <laughs> <laughs> the what you I'm did there. Tooch. Tooch. Can we just like this? I think this is why people are tired of the Patriots. Let's take a look at the final eight teams of last year, right? Falcons, not going to make the playoffs. Eagles, struggling right now. Titans, struggling right now. Jaguars, definitely not going to make the playoffs. Steelers are the Steelers. Saints are who they are. Vikings, might not make the playoffs. And here are the Patriots, just chugging along. And look who they end the year with. They play the Jets. They play the Bills. They have a big, big game in two weeks against the Steelers at Pittsburgh. But they play the Dolphins this week. So at worst, at worst, they'll be three and one. That brings them to what twelve and four, I think. Another bye week. Got to go into Foxborough. Houston has never won in Foxborough, so that's probably who they'd end up playing in the second round if Houston takes care of business too. So yeah, there is a. I want to say one thing about um, Kirk Cousins, and I found this really interesting. Yo, of the top ten quarterbacks, salary wise, do you know how many? Are leading their division. None. Only Breeze. Hmm. Cousins, Jimmy G, Derek Carr, Drew Breeze, Aaron Rodgers, Alex Smith, Andrew Luck, Joe Flacco, Russell Wilson. 
what happens? When you pay your quarterback, the rest of your team suffers. I think also the fact that some of the quarterbacks on that list have no business being in the top 10 paid quarterbacks, like Joe Flacco, Alex Smith. Sure, but it also does – it just goes back to what I always say about how – why are the Rams doing so well? Why are the Chiefs doing so well? Why is Dallas doing so well right now? It's like you're not paying your quarterback, so you could, you're could you afforded the luxury of going out and getting all these like big-name players. This Vikings team, honestly, it makes no sense to me. They win one week, they lose the other. That's been it their, just doesn't make sense. Like, what is the problem? I couldn't even tell you what the problem is because I mean, every time I look up, I feel like Dalvin Cook is doing whatever the fuck he wants. On nine carries, though, he had 84, like 94 yards? 84 yards. Like what? That dude should be getting way more carries yeah. than Mike carries. Yeah, he's killing it. Like I, I just don't and, understand. I don't know what the problem and this is. is the, that's the thing. Like Mike Zimmer said from the jump, he's like, "Yo, they were one of the most highest like passing league teams in the league." I mean, he threw forty four times again. He was like, "Yo, that's not who I am as a coach. Like that's not our identity. We want to run the ball. Like clearly, you don't want to run the ball because this game was close. They got even. M- they threw that late pick. Tom Brady like keep it a game." And they just kept throwing and throwing and throwing. And Thielen, like, has fallen off mm-hmm. statistically. Um, he's, like, not as involved as he was. So, like, there, there's there's definitely issues within that offense. That it's, and it's the offense's fault, too. Uh, if you look, they only controlled the ball for 26 minutes last game. Well, when you throw the ball 44 times. Right. So, they got completely manhandled. They threw the ball for 44 times for 183 yards. They only converted third down 25% of the time. You're never going to win any game like that, especially against the Patriots. I just don't understand. Like, I still, I'm looking at this team's roster, and I'm like, I'm cool with this roster going into next year. Like, I have faith in them being a good team, but I, they just can't put it together 6-5-1. and one. Is it Kirk Cousins? I don't think so. I think, obviously, it's the whole team, but I don't think, and we had this discussion also, like, with our friends. I think Kirk Cousins is a quarterback that, like, if I have Kirk Cousins on my team, I'm not worried about having a quarterback like ever until he retires. Mm. Like I think he's good enough to be that guy. The team around it, like I, I don't know what the problem is because again, your tight end's good, your wide receivers are great, your running back is good, your defense was good. Like you, you have pass rushers, you have you had a lockdown corner, you fucking Harrison Smith is nasty. Like what is the fucking problem? I think yeah. the problem. That that lockdown corner is not playing nearly as good as he did last sure, year. Sure, but like, does that make this much of a difference? Everson Griffin missed half the season. Sure, he's got his problems. It's just weird, bro. It's just crazy. Like, I thought this this offense would be like one of the best offenses in the league, and like just scoring points and be up there with these these premier teams we just we, talked about. We had this discussion yesterday about franchise QB. What's your definition of a franchise QB? Um, hmm, that's a tough one. A quarterback that you believe you can build a championship around. So for me, I think I think for me, a franchise quarterback is a decade plus where he brings stability to the position. He doesn't suck, like, but he also I don't need to waste a day one or day two draft pick on a QB. Where I know that every single year, it's like, all right, I need a left tackle, a defensive tackle, and a free safety this year. I don't need a quarterback. For me, that's what I think a franchise QB is. I agree. If you don't have to worry about drafting a quarterback, it's huge, bro. In like the first three rounds, where those guys are supposed to be like contributors from day one, then I think you're well off at the quarterback position. I mean, sure, but then by that definition, would Ryan Tannehill be a franchise quarterback? No, I don't, I I really don't think so. He also hasn't been there for a decade. Yeah, but and I, I, don't, I think his touche. I, I think don't think his he's tenure is coming to a close there too. Touche. Him, Andy Touché. Dalton, Tooch actually. Tooch. 
Stanley Tucci. Tucci. Stanley Tucci. Speaking of franchise quarterbacks, uh, this I think could be like the last game we talk about. We've been running for a while here. Um, the Chargers and Steelers game, Philip Rivers and Ben Roethlisberger. Steelers get the be- uh The Chargers get the best of them. Sorry, uh, thirty-three to thirty. Um, shout out to Austin Eckler for all those points that you scored for me. You son of a fucking bitch. <laughs> It's oh, really counting on that. Shout out to uh, the offensive coaching staff of the LA Chargers who have figured out what a lot of teams should do, what they're doing. They line up Keenan Allen about 70% of the time in the slot. And not only is it you avoid the Joe Haydens of the world, you also get a lot of pairings with linebackers. And the play that they converted, it was like a third and six, third and seven ish. On the last drive, he's lined up on Vince Williams, and he runs a simple just out route, and he's open by like eight yards, pitch and catch, first down, run the clock out, field goal. It's like not only does your guy line up in the slot against a corner, a lot of times it's a linebacker too. And Keenan Allen saw 19 targets yesterday, 14 catches, big cock swinging. I offered Nick 150 to sit in both (laughs) so I I can get in the playoffs. Let me tell you something. This Chargers team. Tim is about to get real intimate. Over I there. am because look, I have been a big critic of Chargers, um, choking prowess, choking prowess, just the negative cloud that they had over themselves. But yesterday, as they got their first primetime game since two thousand and six, Sunday night game. I think Sunday night football. Yeah, Sunday night football game yeah. since two thousand six. The skies opened. And they came back against the the Steelers, one of the best teams in the AFC, and luck was on their side. Lady luck was on their side. That first touchdown, arguably a fluke, fluke touchdown. That oh, yeah, second yeah. The guy touch- was offside. No, not offside. False start was crazy. Right. The second offside touchdown. Offside was the play before. Yeah. Should have been a pick. The other guy comes through Rams at home. Keenan Allen catches it out of the mid, middle sky. I, I saw your oh, dirty you laughing. Yeah, you that was mad funny. But um, I don't know. It's something just feels like it clicked with the Chargers. You guys remember the the theory I have where I, like when I think teams are good, their logos start to brighten in my mind. Yeah, you're so weird. I, I know it's you're weird. weird cast, and huh? like the other the the teams get uglier as they like like the like the Cardinals. Did you just do LSD? That bird was vibrant last year. <laughs> But this year it's very dull. Yo, um, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, no, please, please. The Chargers bolt vibrant. It's electric right now. It's it's alive. Technically, try, all try the time. Tell them, man. The bolts are alive with the sound of thunder. Yeah, how about this, boss? You saw my boy yesterday balling out. Keenan Derwin. Oh yeah, yeah. Yo, he single handedly kept them in the game in the first half. I think he single handedly. Nah, nah. Single handedly is a stretch, but I think. You know, That's the best game he's played all year. Let's be hyperbolic. Single-handedly. Yeah, he balled out. Also, yeah. yo, Shady, the hit that he put on AB that forced him out of bounds, that was a third-down conversion. Facts. Got a, a pick. Play on the laid out James Conner, too. He's a, he, he's a force, man, and I, I liked him from the beginning of the year. Rivers is balling out, too. Joey Bosa back. I know that's your boy, boss. Ingram back, too. Got a sack. 
That team is that team is balling out, man. They look like they were a little confused about what to do in that first half. They, they need Mel go these, back with the rushing these attack. These morons too. They lost that game at home, eight eight point favorite to the Broncos. They'd be tied right now with the Chiefs. So one more head to head. They play next Thursday, not this Thursday. Next Thursday. God, that could have been a Thursday game. Yeah, bro. trash. Yeah, yo, you know what? For as much heat as Thursday games get. I think the best games collectively this year have been on Thursday. Yeah, Thursdays have been fire this They're year. They're exciting, but it's just like uh, that's again. Yeah, you would rather Sunday. them full full health and all that. But yeah, y'all like the Chargers, man. They do that shit where they lose a game they're not supposed to. That game to the Broncos right now, they be tied with the Chiefs, have a chance in a head to head to maybe have a bye week. Legends. Denver's winning out, yo. I'm telling you, started started. They play again. each other week 17. That might be a game where the Chargers might have the five seed. And like Denver might have to win it in. Remember the Redskins and the Giants a couple years ago? Yeah, yeah. Where it was like the Giants had the five they seed. They beat and them though, the Giants. Yeah, the Giants did, yeah. Scumbags, dope. Oh, Dirk McGirt. <laughs> uh, By the uh, way, Texans nine in a row. Just want to put that out there. Keep riding it. it. Keep riding it. Hold Let's on go. to that ticket. Blessing. Pull it back out the trash, man. <laughs> Clean it off the fucking garbage. Um. All right, cool. I think that's uh, where we can wrap it up for the most part here. Um, I really enjoyed the Tim Tebow talks. Fuck yeah, dude. My guy was getting fucking blown like crazy. Blown? Yes. Oh, I get it. Blown. Ha <laughs> ha! Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Tim has entered the building. <laughs> uh, Tim, where can they find you? At Tim Patrop on all social media outlets, but only if you're feeling real, real, real frisky. The Waver Wave on Instagram coming. The Wrap Up on Instagram coming. BrotoFantasy.com. Nick? You can find me at The Lamb Show, Twitter, Instagram, and on Twitch. Bay Bay. At Endavito27 on Twitter and the gram. You can find our vibrant logo uh, <laughs> at Veterans Minimum on all social media. We're on the come up, baby. I feel like <laughs> our logo pops to Tim every week. You it know, pops. Like it that pops. Shit is, it pops. And the, the, Patreon ghost, the, Patreon. the Patreon ghost is here. Our Patreon, if you want to support the show, head to patreon.com slash Veterans Minimum. P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Veterans Minimum to support the show. We appreciate everything, and that is all. We'll see you next time. Stir it again. Hey.